This podcast has been brought to you by Professor Paulino's Historiography Class. Welcome to the Debates of the Centuries, a podcast about where we discuss the importance of historiography in history and in our writing. Now, here's your host, Jefferson and Laurel. So, how are you, Laurel? I'm doing fine. How are you, Jefferson? I'm living life. <laughs> so, dear classmate, what is your paper's historiographical question? So, my historiographical question is, was Theodora of, of, of the Byzantine Empire a feminist? Who is this Theodora of the Byzantine? So, she was an empress during the Byzantine Empire who, who she ruled with her uh, emperor, with her husband, um, Emperor Justinian. She helped shape imperial um, foreign and domestic policies. She was also, in her prior days, an actress, an acrobat, a dancer, and a prostitute. However, she went past that when she was reformed and she became a first advocate to defend her religious beliefs. How did you arrive to your question? Many people thought um, that she was a very mean and cruel person based off books by Procopius and The Secret History, where it explains her doing very vile things to people, killing people, and things of that sort. so crazy. I know. And um, is it Procopius the one that wrote about Justinian? Yeah, he also wrote about him as well. That's very interesting. I know. He also wrote, also wrote about the other books about the the Byzantine Empire. He was a very he was a historian. Who? Yeah, he was also. Uh, yeah, he was also a historian mm-hmm. who talked about other things that happened during that time. So, Jefferson. What was your historical question? I so you know, my historical question was, um, did the Castro Revolution improve society and the living conditions in Cuba? Who's Castro? Who's Castro? Who's Castro? Oh, Castro. I mean, I think everybody knows who Castro is, you know, that infamous person. Or that famous person, depending on who you ask. So, Fidel Castro, the bearded communist leader of the Cuban island. Anyways, so, um, uh, many scholars have voted different things about this one individual who pretty much had a big impact on this one nation, not even just one nation, throughout the whole entire world. His reign was from, what, the 1950s to, like, pretty much recent, like, 10 years ago. So, that's, like, a lot of years. Mm A whole lot. Wow. I know. So, like, this guy named Otto Reich, he's a United States former senior official in the administration of the former president, Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, who, rest in peace, passed away a couple days ago, and his son, George, a- George W. Bush. He was born in Havana, Cuba. Mr. Reich, he was an author, and he wrote A Tyrant's Liberation, remembering the fall of Batista and the 15 years of Cuban misery that have followed. But he personally accounts the fall of Batista's government there as the Cuban regime. So he argues that before the revolution, living in Cuba was harsh, but after it was just worse. He in his article, he portrays how he personally saw the Castro regime as a negative and worse dictatorship than Batista's regime. And pretty much, he sums it up by showing that there's a huge exodus of people living in Cuba. But um, 
he did not include who were the people that live in Cuba. But I have a slight hunch that the people that were living in Cuba were the elite, the white people, and those are power. So this book brought me to my question, like, did the Castro Revolution really improve society in the living conditions of Cuba? Did it really? So that word, that's where I came to my question. But anyways, Laurel, so what was your conclusion about your question? Like, what did you find out? Like, what do you think? So my conclusion that Theodora, Empress Theodora, was a feminist of her time, based on books of Edward Gibbons. Um, not based on Edward Gibbons. It was based on David Potter. David Potter emphasized that she was a very, very strong woman and stand up for women's rights and gave back to the community, especially those who were also prostitutes. She helped them reform and also had them in shelters where they can reform Uh and be better, have better lives. However, some other authors like Edward Gibbons Mm -hmm. kind of refutes that, saying that Procopius, his book, Secrets History was a very truthful, accurate, um, accurate picture of Theodore, who was a very avowed person. Um, however, a lot of evidence that David Potter gives proves that she was a very, very, very feminist person. She, he provides a lot of evidence from John Emphasis and also other authors that show that she provided help for people in the business empire. That's very interesting. So would you say that she's like a feminist just like, let's say, Cleopatra of yeah. Egypt? Yeah, so I can very, I can definitely say that. She has very similar attributes of her. She was, she was very strong, powerful, very mm-hmm. demanding, and very determined. That's very interesting. So you would say that she was a feminist of her time? Yes. Yes, I would, based on the evidence that I found while researching. That is very interesting. So what is your conclusion about Castro? All right, well, the Castro Revolution. So it's actually very interesting to say, at the least, because um, so much has been written. But most of the stuff I found is more leaning um, pro-Castro, mainly because these were authors that are not American, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not, like, very capitalistic, to say the least. So, um, and, um, for example, this is one person, Joseph S. Fusick, he was a professor, um, at the Bridgeport, Connecticut. He wrote and edited over a hundred books, you know? So, one of his books called Changing the Cuban Education Since Castro, which, which I use, utilize to find how the education really changed up to the Castro regime. He argues that the Cuban Revolution had a positive effect on the citizens of the new regime, primarily, primarily their education. Unlike Reich, who depicted the Castro Revolution as a harsh dictatorship and bad, 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 Rusik shows that the Castro regime in a more positive light. But he called the revolution a remedy, a cure. Interesting. Right? Like, it's a cure. Like, who would ever think that? Um, he was very pro-Castro. Castro. Um, there's this other author, Julie Swig. She's a leading U.S. scholar. Um, she specializes in Latin America, U.S. American foreign policies. Um, she wrote Cuba, What Everyone Needs to Know, 
inside the Cuban Revolution, and primarily the one I focused on was Fidel's final victory. She argues in an article that under the revolution, Castro, before passing, had changed Cuban society to be more stable. He's, he, they, she even talks about how Cuba's infant mortality rate dropped, and that it was close to 100% of children. 100% of children were already enrolled in school full time through ninth grade. Housing was still even free. One last thing, Castro himself did made a speech on the 30th anniversary of the after Castro Revolution. He talks about equality and how he even talks about two individuals, a brother and a sister, how they're black from Haiti, and how before the revolution they were living dead broke, they were living in the streets. But now they're in politics, they're now in his cabinet. Interesting to say, like, two black people are in, in a whole cabinet. And that fits in with certain pictures I found after the revolution. Um, there's a certain picture by... Um, this photographer called, um, what's her name? I believe her name was, oh, her name is Tria Giovan. She took a picture of a group of men, and you see, like, all t- different colors, not just, like, one white color. They're all black, brown, blue, white. And then, um, so, yeah, this all leads for me to believe that this was very positive for everyone and their people. So, therefore... The Castro Revolution did improve society for the better and improve the living conditions in Cuba. And um, these authors used the historiographical um, school of the Marxist theory and the historical materialism, which is all people contribute to the, oh, that the Marxist theory contributes to the history of the working class, the press, and the mythology of history from those at the bottom, the working class revolution. And then the materialism is the necessities to live where they own, what they work, and how they produce the things for their society, to better society. And that's what Castro himself spoke about in his speech, Renewal or Death. And um, so, Loro, so what was the different historical, historical currents we discussed in class that will fit in with our discussion? So, based on the research that I did, um, one author had a, a rank in history. Mm-hmm. He, come, he focused on how, um, politics and high ruling um, and views drive forces and make change in history. So, that was um, Edwards Gibbons' um, point of view. However, there is also a social kind of culture history, which David Potter gives giving that people make the changes in history. So it's the people that are involved um, make the changes. They see what's wrong and they want to make a change based off what's wrong. Theodora saw what was going on and she made a reform from herself and she wanted to show other people how she can help others as well. That is very interesting. Well, so do you think historiography and doing historiography is important? In through, in throughout history, especially now we're writing? Yes, it's very important because we can use what we learn from past historians mm-hmm. and also other author, author, authors, author, uh-huh. authors to see how what we can, how we're similar and how we're different. Yes, because everybody has their own different opinion right. or their own perspective about what they say. Exactly. Things. That's really interesting. So, yes, yeah, so historiography is very important in writing our history. Yes, it is. This was a nice talk. It was nice conversation we had yes yeah yeah we did 
All right, it's good so, to know about um, the revolution and Castro influence on I it. I never knew who this Theodora person was, but now I know, and I feel very enlightened to know this. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Okay, this concludes our thing for Mr. Paulino's class.